Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Great Areas with Magdalena. I am so, so excited to be back for another episode. We are literally on episode two of season two. If you have not listened to our first episode, which was about New Year's resolutions, please go listen to it. And thank you to everyone who has actually listened to, to that podcast and gave me feedback as well as shared to their friends and the likes, you know, the likes you liked, you shared, you commented. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It is always so good to grow with you guys in this journey. Anyways, today we will be talking about a very interesting topic, saving for rainy days while it is already raining. Oh my goodness, I love this topic so, so much because um, when I first saw it, it really inspired me and it made me realize that we are not talking a lot about finances. We are, it's like an elephant in the room where no one really wants to address this thing. And if you want to talk about finances, we push, we beat, <laughs> sorry, we bit around the bush concerning that conversation so today we have a very lovely guest um, who is highly knowledgeable about finances who will be helping me tackle this topic help me welcome Fulu Filani Mashapa hi Fulu how are you Cassandra I'm good it's so good to be here um, and it was raining yesterday so when you say for rainy days when it's already raining i thought of yesterday like yeah it was really raining yesterday <laughs> but yeah i'm so i'm glad to be here oh, that's so funny. <laughs> i was just telling you I what's on so my mind happy. i am so happy to have you here i really really am happy thank you so much for honoring and making time you know for this invitation yeah well, you. you said it's a safe space, so why not? I'm here. <laughs> I want to experience and, and feel what it's like to be in this safe space. Safe space. Definitely. It is definitely a safe space. That much, I can promise you. And okay. of course, I always put a disclaimer, though, that whatever oh, wow. my guests are saying, it oh, is wow. not my opinions. <laughs> oh, my God. You see, you see what you're doing right now? You're like, this no, is I'm a kidding. safe space. I'm kidding. It is a safe space, an environment that will, you know, allow us to have this conversation. And okay. everyone will just um, be able to pick a thing or two that will be beneficial for their yeah, financial journey. Yes. Um, before we even proceed, I'd like to introduce who, for, who Fulu is formally so that you guys can have the credibility as to why I say she is well-informed in terms of finances. So Fulu is a born-again child of God. She is a UCT actuarial alumni, actuarial science, sorry, alumni, and is currently working as an actuarial specialist at Old Mutual. Fulu is a YouTube content creator specializing on risk, insurance, and money. Her channel, is, her channel name is Fulu Felani Mashapa. She's also a finance contributor at The Economite. Her interests are people, money, food, and arts, particularly painting and poetry. Her life motto is, the learning never ends. 
Oh my goodness, that was just such a beautiful bio to share. And I'm sure you can now trust her financial stance and knowledge because Fulu is the boss. There's a part she's not mentioning. <laughs> she recently joined. She recently joined um committee in Abaza. And congratulations so much for that, my friend. Oh, um, thank so you. you. <laughs> yes. Yes. And once again, thank you very much for being here. And you are more than welcomed. I feel welcomed already. So let's let's roll. Let's, let's get let's into, get it. into it. After Great that stuff. intro. I need to level up. I'm there. Mm. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, I will still mention it. Please go subscribe to her YouTube channel. Like there's a lot, 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 lot you can learn from there. She posts consistently. She was posting consistently last year. And I trust that she will still do it again because you have an amazing content, Fulu. No, very, very unique, very exceptional. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, I'll be posting consistently. First video coming up, first first week of, of Fab. So from there, you know, it's every week on Thursday on my YouTube channel. So Great just stuff. search my name on YouTube. I'm there. Great stuff. Thank you very much. Yes. So the chat on today was inspired by a conversation that happened on Twitter where people were claiming that saving is a privilege because um, they normally say you're saving for rainy days, you're saving for emergencies. But the way our lives are set up, it's like we are living on an emergency. We are living <laughs> on... <laughs> We are living on those rainy days. And I really understood where everyone was coming from, given that I've never really taken time to consider the fact that in as much as saving is not always feasible, but I've never seen it as a major thing. Like, it's impossible as they were making it sound to be. So I felt the need to just have this conversation fully as well on my platform. So I think the first question that I'd like us to address is savings. Is saving a privilege or a discipline issue? Okay. So you, you just went in for the bullseye right away. You're not even <laughs> you're not even building. It's just like I, I want to go straight to the main. No, I, I just want us to clear matter. that out before we <laughs> even address any other thing, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, here's okay, here's how I see it, right? Mm-hmm. finances are personal right okay um it's a personal thing it's a sec- personal circumstances thing and we can't really put everyone under the same umbrella and okay. make you know financial decisions that are best for everyone and say if you if you give you this manual go ahead apply it in your life you know religiously then mm-hmm. you are bound to be rich or you're bound to you know be a millionaire by the time you're 30 Okay. finances are not like that um and in as much as there is comfort in actually excusing our lack of discipline when it comes to saving sometimes mm-hmm. because there are people who are able to save but because of bad habits they will end up saying no saving is a luxury but sometimes okay. it's not even a luxury issue it's an issue of not having the financial discipline to say there is stuff that I can afford and there is stuff that I cannot afford. And if I have to put down my priorities, savings wouldn't be one of them. 
And then okay. when okay. we're in a space like Twitter, where everyone is like, no, it's a luxury, it's a luxury. Um, then we also conform to that. But okay. I have to also acknowledge that since personal finances are personal, well, there are people who genuinely would say saving is a luxury. For example, mm-hmm. Sisanda, let's say you're earning 12,000 rands a month, right? But okay. you are the first generation in your family to actually graduate from university, right? Mm-hmm. And after that, you still have to support your family because no one really is working. Even when you were still in varsity, you were sharing like your monthly bursary stipend with your family. So now you're working, you have siblings, you still have to take care of them. And besides you taking care of them, you also have your own personal life here in Jailbreak, for example, mm-hmm. where you're working, where you still need to eat, you need to pay rent and, and all those things. Or maybe sometimes you know, you still have study debts that you still need to pay for, right? So for someone in that situation, that's like extreme cases. For someone in in, in that extreme case, well, for them, they need to prioritize paying back their study debt before they can save and also taking care of their families, right? But Mm -hmm. can we look at them and say, well, you can actually save. You know, saving is not a saving is is not a luxury for you. No, we have to be reasonable. Like case mm-hmm. by case, there are some cases that are extreme, and we cannot really be 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 oblivious to the fact that South Africa is is one of the most unequal countries in the world when it comes to yeah. income and income distributions. So when we make such statements, I I do acknowledge that we are shedding light on people that actually cannot save because of circumstances i mean there's a lot that we are still going through uh given our history as a country (laughs) right so there are those cases and then there are people in the middle class right where sometimes it's because we're just living above our means and we end up saying because of our bad financial decisions savings is actually a luxury whereas we can change our behavior we can start prioritizing saving you know, instead of you prioritizing the next iPhone or the next uh, designer bag or something, but you prioritizing your saving, there is a thin line between just being irresponsible and actually being in a position where you actually cannot save because circumstances just don't allow you. So it's personal. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if you are using saving as luxury, to actually excuse your own bad financial habits or your bad financial behavior, then you need to change. Wow. I love that. And as you were talking, I'm just reminded of an article that I recently published on my blog talking about good stewardship on money. Uh, As you were speaking, I'm just reminded of so many points that I raised there that our ability to be good stewards on money which calls really for a deep introspection on ourselves to say, are we being realistic? Are we living above our means or we are literally tied up? There is nothing we can do um, concerning our finances and stuff. And this leads me to my next question, which would be besides your ability to save money, like to put the money aside, which is the ultimate goal what other thing goes into your ability to save? What else is needed for you to be able to save? I think you've already touched the issue of discipline. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely discipline because, I mean, a lot of us make plans, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
beginning of the year, we all say New Year resolutions. You know, I don't know if we still say New Year, New Me. Um, but I feel like over time we just realize that it's the New Year, but it's just the old me. <laughs> so I can't be saying New Year, New Me. It's New Year, old me. Um, <laughs> new Year, you know, old dads. New Year, ne? old uh, spending habits. New Year, old everything. But um, it's really the discipline. Um, it, it's actually what will help you prioritize you know okay. your saving and also one thing that we do we tend to say i will save whatever is remaining right so <laughs> let's say sisanda you're getting like ten thousand, right a month mm-hmm. i'm sure she's getting way more than that guys you're getting ten thousand <laughs> a month right and you pay all your bills right and mm-hmm. you you also plan for your outings because i think that's also something that we do wrong um mm-hmm. we actually tend to underestimate our living expenses, um, the major things, the needs that we have, and also the wants that we have. And when we create our budgets or when we create our plans, when it comes to our finances, we actually just cater for the major things. If I am to ask you, how much do you spend on entertainment a month? You're probably going to tell me 500 to 1,000. But when mm-hmm. we go back to your bank statement, that's a lot. Way more. It's you're way spending more. way more on entertainment than what Because Ulu's going to call you, hey, there's this movie that's out. Thank Do you. Do you want to come? <laughs> and that's so me. <laughs> that is so me. <laughs> and so, you on some, I do have money, actually. It's not, it, I didn't budget for it, but there is money right now. And that's not exactly. a bad idea for Come, let's go. You know? Exactly. I feel you. I feel you. So now, because you have you you have already like put it in your mind that mm-hmm. you are going to save whatever is remaining, right? You have this room now where if someone comes, if Fulu comes in, there's a movie, you know, there's a Spider-Man movie that we all have to go see. You're going mm-hmm. to take that money, right? And then by the end of the month, you you literally don't have anything to save simply because you didn't prioritize your saving in your budget. And also you didn't include your entertainment, the true reflection of the amount of money you, you're actually spending on entertainment, because that helps you as well to not true. live in denial. Because most of us, we live in denial. We underestimate how much we actually spend. And even when we budget, we don't see the effectiveness of our budget because our budget was based on a lie. You know, true. it was true. based on the amounts that made us feel good. Like I'm not wasting money, but in actual fact, you are wasting money. There's a lot of room in how you're spending money where you can actually be saving a lot of money. So if you're saying I'm going to be saving uh, 500 rands as a start a month of, you know, 1000 rands a month, the minute you get your money, uh, whether it's weekly, whether it's monthly or wherever your money is coming from, then take that 1000, set it aside and if you know you have discipline issues fix that money True. like put it in a fixed account or invest it in something like just make sure that you don't really have easy access to your savings because at the end of the day when furu comes end of the month you don't have money you've already saved then you're going to withdraw for, from your savings and it's like bro you you are now undoing the whole thing because why <laughs> are you withdrawing from your savings you know those are savings we are saving for a rainy day it's not a rainy day a movie <laughs> is not a rainy day why are you withdrawing your savings so it's quite important to actually do that and also one thing that i do right um for example this year this is what i've told myself i want to renovate um my room back at home i feel like it's nice it was nice for a couple of years but now it needs an upgrade and i told Mm -hmm. myself 
I know that I go home like three times a year. I, I mean, or, honestly, if I have to put it in the list of priorities, my room back at home is not really important. I sleep in that True. room three know, times. Three times. So I'm like, okay. But now to push myself to actually save that money, right? I have mm-hmm. literally told myself that I'm going to fix this money. So every month I put it in and I fix it. And it's like the only time that I'm going to actually get this money out is December when I go back home, when I actually want to do this want project. Do so throughout the year, no matter how broke I may be, I am not going to touch that money. No matter how much I may be tempted to do something that I didn't budget for, I'm not going to touch that money. So you also need that and you also need a goal, right? Because mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I'm excited on my phone. This is what I do normally when I have a financial related project or a project that implicates finances, right? I will mm-hmm. actually take pictures, right? And say, this is the vision. This is what I want the final product to look like, right? And okay. that is exactly what motivates me on a month basis because i'll be seeing something nice like i can see you know a nice wallpaper that i want to put in the background and then i'll just go put it in my album the room renovation album and whenever you know i feel tempted then i can go back and say wow this is a great project i need to see this one through so that motivates you as well so also knowing why you are saving for example you know that Anything can happen in life. Like emergencies can happen anytime, anyway. That's why we have insurance. But for you now, because, well, there isn't really like insurance for personal emergencies, then you are essentially trying to save money to insure yourself. So you know why you're doing this. So why should you now, you know, mess up with your plans, mess up with your own life? Because for most of us, a major emergency can be the difference between being in debt and actually still living or continuing living the life lifestyle that we're living right now, which is a dangerous place to be if you don't yeah. have an emergency yeah. fund. True. Yo, Fulu, that was, that was a lot. And I think the one thing I really want to emphasize from what you are saying is having a goal towards your savings. You know, when I started working, we were told this, have a goal towards your savings, this, this, that. This other person, literally, financial advisor actually, literally said that um, saving, I mean, budgeting month to month is good, but you also need a yearly and a, maybe a quarterly budget, which will help you align your goals. Yes. I listened to that, but I didn't see the need. Given mm. that I, I didn't I didn't really have much goals at the time. I wanted to make sure that I see my money. I'm observing my money. <laughs> I am observing my money. I don't have goals for this money yet. I don't have many issues. And as a result of that fulu, I I was in trouble, you know. Yeah. There was a time where I realized but no. I I, 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 I am I am wasting money yeah. on unnecessary things. Yes, I am saving, but because it's a goalless saving. I can always take my money whenever I want my money, whenever yes. I, whenever there's a need. And I had I had made this thing where they they can do a, a stop order where they mm. take it from me without my permission. But Yo. because I have access, I can fetch it. I can fetch my money. <laughs> <laughs> fetch your money, Dell. It was until I started having gold fulu like yes. property wanting to buy a car and those other big things that's yes. when i actually realized i don't have money like the money yes. that i have 
is not sufficient for the goals I I, I always thought I'm comfortably having money. Yes. But now I realize I really don't have money because now my money has a place to go to. My, uh, I'm sending my money somewhere. And yes. all of a sudden, there's a, a clear direction that distinguishes whether or not you have money. So I really do want to emphasize the point of having a goal because it's one of the most um, under underrated points, you know. Yes. It, it, it seems very useless until yeah. you actually do it or not do it and bear the consequences like Sasanda. <laughs> but she she changed her ways, you know. Yes. Yeah, no, we're glad. We're glad you actually <laughs> she changed, changed her ways. And now no, she definitely. has goals and her money has direction, literally. Yes. I know, I know I can't just respond to full saying, let's go for movies if I had no plans or whatsoever. Exactly. Movies. And and also the learning to say no. I think with discipline comes mm-hmm. the power of actually saying no. Because I know some of us find it really difficult to say no to our friends. You know, you can be like on the brink of being broke. You are left with the last 500 rands. But when your friend comes and they're like, well... Um, let's just go to farmer's market this weekend. Well, they have money for it. Perhaps they planned to actually go to farmer's market that month. They didn't tell you way in advance for you to put it in your budget. You've already exhausted your entertainment budget for that month. And Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. you say? Like, well, um, let's go. But you know very well that, well, this is supposed to carry you to next week when they pay you. Exactly. So now from that day until the next payday, you don't have money for bread. What do you do? You go now, you scratch your savings. You now, you fetch your money like Susanda. You go yeah, fetch you it. Fetch your money. And, <laughs> and that's like you taking two, three steps back because right. true, you've, true. you've set this money aside for a specific thing that you want to do, which perhaps requires a specific amount. So now if you had budgeted that it will take you six months to save up for this thing, it's now going to take you two more or three more months, depending on how much money you actually take. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like going backwards, honestly. So we need to learn to say no sometimes. When you don't have the money, I think it's so important to admit that, true, listen, true. baby girl, You've exhausted your entertainment budget for this month. Nothing is coming out of your savings. Those savings are aimed for something else. So what you're going to do, you're going to cook, you know, you're going to cook and you will <laughs> eat your food, whether you can cook or not. It's, it's a talent for you to now sharpen your cooking skills, because if you can't cook, then you, you won't be able to enjoy your own food. So baby girl, you will cook until payday and you will be fine in your house. That's mm. what, that's what you do. True. No, definitely. I'm also just reminded of your your YouTube video that you once made, and you mentioned that you saved at university, and that money assisted you to buy um things when you started working. That was very commendable. That was very grateful. Um, yeah, and no. I think it's something that maybe someone who is in university right now can put in, into consideration to start saving because it really gets hard. On that first month of starting Yo. to work. Because now you're trying to move in. You're trying to settle. And your money only comes after the month. I mean, after the, at the month end or something. Yes. So, but you need all these things to go to work so that you can get your money. Which will pay, you know. So, that was really commendable. Um, it's a principle to learn. It's a principle that, not even just for university students. You can even start as far as high school. 
and you can even start as when you are working so that you're preparing for your real fa- your not real family sorry your other family <laughs> yes <laughs> family. other family members no it, it's 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 really commendable and also starting early i think with savings um for for people right with kids and all of that teaching your kids how to save from an early age by just buying them a money box you know whether it's like the round ones or the electric ones i saw some cool electric money boxes that they've mm-hmm. invented now like whether it's just from that you teach them that when you get money you don't like chow it all at the same time you install mm-hmm. that principle in them from a from a very early age because that's what my mom did with me from a young age, you would buy me and my sister money boxes and we would put money in there because we knew December there was no no pocket money in, in our house. Like mm-hmm. if you child all your money throughout the year, then Sissy, you will be out there with other <laughs> Do kids. You know the money. And you being broke. <laughs> the bait so my parents was... used on me was yes. to say that they, they're not going to buy me earrings. I loved earrings so much as a child. So yes. they said, if you want earrings, you're going to buy them yourself. Exactly. And I knew it was a bizarre, because how am I buying <laughs> earrings for myself when, when I'm a child? But yeah. they told me that we give you pocket money almost all the time. Exactly. Take money out of it and save it for your earrings. So every December, I looked forward to buying new sets of, of earrings. earrings. Because but it was a very... Done. It was a very important principle that they were teaching you. Um, It's it's delayed gratification, which a lot of us cannot actually say we appreciate that concept of delaying our gratification. Like in the age and the times that we live in, we are so satisfied with, you know, wanting something now and getting it now. And in a sense that we are like an instant generation, like instant pop, instant Mm -hmm. macaroni, instant pizzas, instant everything. Like we we are not willing to wait to actually Mm -hmm. get what we want. And this is where we fail with savings as well because we just want it now. I want to buy a car today. I won't even Mm -hmm. wait to save up for a deposit so that I get, you know, I at least repay back lower interest and, you Mm. know, perhaps even get a favorable interest rate. But because I want a car now, I will go to the dealership now and within a week I will have the car that is, you know, balloon finance. And then mm-hmm. you are there, you know, seven years time, six years time when you're done repaying that money. And they're saying, well, you still owe us hundred thousand, you know, and, and at point, you don't even have that hundred thousand. So, mm. oh, yeah. No, I love that delayed gratification is also one of the, important principles when it comes to savings now i want to know um what are the different ways or channels in which people can save their money well i think depending on your goal right um mm-hmm. it's it's it, it depends on your goal because sometimes um there are goals that require like you to have a specific amount of money um let's say you want to save up a deposit of 30,000, for example, by the end of the year for you to buy a car. Well, mm-hmm. you know that you need exactly 30,000, right? Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you if you do need 30,000, but you also just don't want to put that money um, and in a place where you won't be earning like much interest rate. Um, okay. So with something like that, but you also can't put that money in a risky investment vehicle because then at the end of the year, you might actually end up, though you saved 
30,000, you might end up with, you know, 10,000 or 15,000, mm-hmm. depending on how stock markets have moved and things have changed and how vol- volatile the economy is. So for things where you know that they are amount sensitive and it's something that you you actually want to buy or like something or an amount of money that you know you will need after a very short period of time, short to medium term, then I'll suggest you put, you have to put that money in a place where you know that um, your money is secure. Somehow there's like you're taking on, you know, low level of risk. So things like your savings account, and I've been meaning to actually just do my research to find, to find out which bank actually offers you, you know, great, you know, um, returns when it comes to your savings account, because a lot lot of those actually yeah the the interest rates are just ridiculous they're, they're without like being, without being biased um i am still happy with the research with the little research i have made okay I am happy with standard bank with standard bank so yes. you can put it in your standard bank savings account for example or you can actually open up a text fee savings account which mm-hmm. you know you can earn um quite quite substantial in interest actually on your money um I've, I've been i've been using a text fee um savings account and i think it's great i really think it's great it's like an easy way for you to invest your money Mm-hmm. I even save your money because we call it a savings account, but really it's like an investment account. You, it's okay. it's an easy way for you to put your money and also end like you know substantial interest. So I'll definitely say um something like that will be cool. But if you want to go the the I guess if you want to go the equity route, then you mm-hmm. can look at index shares, right? So the top forty shares in South Africa, then your money is still a bit safe there because. Well, they're top 40 anyway. And so if they fall out of the top 40, they'll be removed from the list. So that's where you can also put in your money. But putting your savings, the point that I'm trying to raise is putting your savings in equities and knowing very well that you are going to need that money in the short term. That can be really risky because Sasol can just decide to dip their share prices tomorrow. Of course, they don't decide, but like their share prices can dip tomorrow. And then what that means for you is you lose some of your savings. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But if it's a goal that you have um, for the long term, say 20 years from now or 10 years from now, if you put your money in a savings account, well, you're actually losing out because sometimes inflation is actually way higher than, you know, the interest that they're offering you on your savings account. So you're losing the real value of your money over time, in a sense, due to um, inflation. It's corroding. The value of your money is decreasing over time because of inflation. Mm-hmm. So then I would say, perhaps you can look into investing in equities because um, in the long run, equities are fairly stable, um, but in the short term, they're really, really volatile. So that's where you can sort of put your money. And also um, another interesting avenue for where you can put in your money and sort of still get, you know, good interest rate is actually putting it on your home loan account. If you do have a home loan, you can actually put your money in your home loan account. And this is sort of like an interesting thing. I don't, I'm still trying to rationalize. If you can see my face. If you can see my face, because I'm like, oh, that's very interesting and new. Exactly. And and I'm, I'm just, I'm still trying to, um, in my mind, I'm still also trying to rationalize what banks are really trying to do there. But you can put your money in your home loan account. And if you put it there, you do earn interest. But 
when you earn interest, it's it's like it's you can withdraw that money anytime. So if you know it's in the short term and you you don't know the exact date of where you can put in your money, but you also want to earn, you know, um good interest on your money, then you can do that. And also it's beneficial for you like um to 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 have it in there. So so as to say, I don't know what their thinking or reasoning is, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. their thinking or reasoning is that it has a positive impact somehow on your home loan. So you end up having you you actually end up paying you know lower interest rate and i'm still trying to rationalize that to say but banks what are you really thinking but it's also just one avenue which you can explore you can talk oh, to your financial I'm advisor i've never heard about it like literally no my <laughs> sister my sister actually does this my sister does <laughs> this and I, I was actually like okay that's pretty cool but what are banks really trying to do you're just putting in the money there but you're not in essence capitalizing the money so it's not really repaying your loan because you can take it out anytime so it's it's just like a safe pocket if you don't want to open um and if you don't want to open a savings account and you mm-hmm. just want a place where you can put your money and get like interesting interest rates that are at least better than what you will get on a savings account you can put it there it's i don't know if we are cheating the system but it works <laughs> <laughs> It also, can you works. touch also on, on stock sales when you are done at this point? Okay. Mm-hmm. You, no, I'm, I'm done with this point. I'm done with this point. What, what's, your, what's your take on stock sales? Yes, no, I'm also just touched on stock sales um, with regards to this as a form of savings. Like, I don't know, no, definitely just some light there as well. I think stock sales... Um, I feel like we've taken, we've, okay, I have to give it to us. We have really taken stock bells to another level because okay. these days they are so complicated. Stock bells can have a constitution. Stock mm-hmm. bells can have, you know, uh, a bank account and, and all of that. You know, it's, it's like really sophisticated. And also it's a good way for people with a common goal or even if they don't have a common goal to actually, you know, save money. Um, if you know you do like the discipline, being part of a community can actually help you save because then it's like we are all like-minded individuals that actually want to to save money so getting that motivation going it's quite easy when you are in a group of people where you are where you are a group of people that have you know sort of the same financial desires to say i want to save more i want to do this um but what is important is of course you must get people who are reliable because if they're not reliable then they will discourage you along the way and all of that so you do want to Mm -hmm. you know find people who are reliable find people who will actually help you um, to just continue and to also just push yourself a bit um, to consistently push yourself to save even more. So I do think stockfalls are also like a great idea. But also <laughs> what I have realized is that most of the time we could, we, we, we like save a lot of money um, in our stockfalls and everything, but we tend to give that money to one person. So Let's say I'm the treasurer of the stock fell. I'm the one, you know, you everyone deposits the money to my savings account and all of that. Okay. Of course, that has an implication of 
that has somewhat a tax implication on the person who's actually um, taking in uh, that money. Um, Because now it's like, you have a lot of money. We we did have a case like this where a cousin of mine was the one who was the treasurer of our stock fell. And they, there was, uh, okay, now tax was actually raising uh, concerns to say, you have like around 100K that comes into your account every single year. But this money um, isn't really accounted for when you do your, your tax returns. So that's the tricky part uh, with okay. Stockfell. Okay. So having perhaps your own Stockfell account and, and shenanigans, that would work. But also not just any account. Um, I do believe that you need to shop around to really find the one that will give you, you know, at least interest that is worth, you know, what you're putting in. Because you don't want to put in 100K and only get like a thousand rands worth of interest. Like that, that is nothing. Um, so do look out for those to just make sure that whatever interest you're getting, at least you're beating inflation. Um, and you know, at the end of the year, you can be a bit happy with yourself to say, well, we know we did something here. So that's what I'll say. But it, it is a good way. It is a good way, um, especially if you are not really the saving type and you just want to, you know, have a group of people, like-minded people that um, will help you to develop, you know, that discipline to save. Oh, wow. No, thank you very much, Fulu. I hear you. And I just think that from this conversation, there is so much research that needs to happen from all of us, that is the listeners and myself. Um, it has sparked um, so many interesting points that are worth considering um, as far as our savings journey is concerned. And I think for myself, I can just learn that saving is 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 a priority. It is an important thing that needs to happen in one's life even if it means that degrading your lifestyle that you have already placed to yourself for yourself, especially if that lifestyle is not a matter of life and death. Like if I really don't have to stay, you know, in an apartment in Sentin when I could stay maybe in Randbeck, you know, and stuff like that. Exactly. Um, so I really think that you have mentioned quite a lot of important points as well as good financial tools that require us obviously to go further research what you are talking about especially the new mind-blowing thing you mentioned (laughs) (laughs) putting your money in your home loan accounts very mind-blowing and yes thank you very much for the information you have shared um is there anything else you would like to share um as your final words concerning the topic we are having well, my final words, I'll say, I mean, a lot of decisions that we make, as, especially as young people, are driven by career techs. Um, okay. So I am an actuarial specialist. I have to drive the part, look mm-hmm. the part, leave the part, okay. do the part. Um, but no one is really holding a gun to your head to mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. leave the part, look the part, you know, do the part, drive the part. So... Mm-hmm liberating yourself from you know making bad decisions because this is expected of you no one really says it's expected of you but because of society and decisions that other people make we tend to think that it is expected of me so i must leave the part do the part you know drive the part but Mm -hmm. 
you know, if you're going to finance your lifestyle and, you know, be in debt and, you know, now live 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 like a stressed life because you're trying mm-hmm. to prove to people that you are an actuarial specialist, an engineer, a CASA, then you need to sit down and introspect and really every time when you're about to make a big purchase, ask yourself, who am I doing this for? Mm. I think that's mm-hmm. important. We True. I mean we glorify we live in a generation that glorifies, you know, people getting themselves into debt unnecessarily like you buying a really expensive car that Mm -hmm. you know you can't afford simply because you know you want to look the part you want to drive the part um Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day in 10 years time when we say show us what you have you know lived for what you've done in the 10 years that you've been working you have nothing to show for it other than an asset that is depreciating in value every single day so you are thinking in debt and you're sinking in debt. You still have a balloon payment that you still mm-hmm. need to pay at the end of that 10 years or something. I'm exaggerating now. But <laughs> you still have <laughs> that balloon payment that you still need to pay simply because of career tax. So personal finances are very personal. We don't have the same expenses. It's not a copy and paste. So mm-hmm. always ask yourself, who am I really doing this for? I, I, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Continue. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thank you. Definitely gonna say that. Go subscribe to that channel. You can see so much more that Fulu can teach you. So without a shadow of doubt, please go subscribe to that channel. You know, Fulu Felani Mashaba. Every time I see them, I feel tempted to say that. <laughs> oh no, I knew it was coming. Out. Let me just let me, let me let me lead the way. It's fine. <laughs> nee. Um but um I love what you just said now. Um the pressure, you know, that comes with career techs. And this pressure is not only just coming from society, like it's a far-fetched things. It's friends, Fulu. It's our yes. family members. I don't yes. know how many times I personally had to make it clear that I am not succumbing to anyone's financial um, expectations of me, you know? Yes. And oh, definitely. People will talk, Fulu. People will make... People will ask, when are you getting that Mercedes? Exactly. Like you've been working comments. for three years. <laughs> and people like, will make funny comments. <laughs> when are we... <laughs> You've been working. (laughs) Exactly. As if I've been working for 30 years. You know? (laughs) So these things are real. The pressure is real. The pressure is there. It is not a perfect thing. But it is important for us to really teach ourselves. And even with friends. I had a long conversation with a friend. And I had to break it down to her. Because we're, we're having an argument about an apartment. And I was telling her how much I am not willing to pay rent for. And she was like... There is no way I can want to pay rent that less and still want um the features that I, I said I want in this house, you know, in this wow. apartment and stuff. They were not ridiculous, trust me. Yes. <laughs> I was just being fair. And yes. I, I knew way and I knew where to find those places. We had a really long argument and I ended up saying, you know what? our priorities are not the same. Yeah, definitely. If I, I if if you value staying in a very big apartment 
and I probably value having a car. That is my mm-hmm. priority, and I will exactly. prioritize towards working on that while yes. I decrease um the satisfaction on that because if I stay in this luxurious apartment, I will not achieve my car that I want. That and I want, now, yeah. The issue is that I have misplaced my priorities. So yes. in the career text that you are talking about, the pressure that you are talking about, it is really important to know that what is a priority to follow is not a priority to is not necessarily a priority to me. And I exactly. need not to feel pressure when I see Fulu saying she has moved in in Houghton. And I'm like, hey, you know, Fulu is making moves. When, I'm going when there, I never had, I'm going I never there. Had that's what I'm saying. Next you see, that's the problem. When I never had the desire, Fulu, to go stay in Houghton to begin exactly. with. Yeah. And also, you don't know. Maybe Fulu is moving in there because her parents actually bought the apartment for her. Do you so understand? To her, she's not even spending a single cent on that apartment. True, true, true. Like, we are so different. Our circumstances are so different. But because we compare ourselves to other people so much, like, there are people who are driving cars and they are living in apartments that they didn't pay for. But do you mm. know very well that your parents cannot do that for you? So why would you then compare yourself to me who, you know, I'm a trust fund baby and I have everything figured out. Like my parents. And you won't say all those details for me. The only detail you can tell me is that you are moving to Houghton. And I'm like, oh, I bought a car, but I'm lying. My parents bought the car. And I'm like, but I know Fulu. I can estimate her salary. So it's also feasible for me. And next thing, I'm I'm making bad financial decisions unprovoked. No, like definitely. Stay away from unnecessary pressure that we put ourselves in and the one that people around us put us in. We need to have a backbone where our finances are concerned. No, we really, really need that. We we need, yo, we need a backbone. Grand, grand, we need a big bone. Yeah. yeah. There are no gray areas in finances, guys. Please. No. We need to separate a white and a black. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll we need a big bone. We need a big bone to Seriously. do that. True. No, Fulu, thank you very much for your time. I think um, this is where our episode ends for today. Please, guys, go follow her. You can even follow her on her social media accounts. Yes. Um, she's on Facebook, she's on Instagram, she's on YouTube. Yes. Yes. I don't Those know are if the you're free on <laughs> I'm not really active on Twitter. Hey, I mean the Twitter okay. streets are so vile. I, I'm not sure if I'm ready for those streets. No, they are very vile. You just yeah, it's good streets. to be an observer there. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do go there for the trends and just to to but sort of to um, see what's, what's going, going on is in our yeah. country. But I don't say much on Twitter. I I haven't said anything on Twitter. Let me just be honest. Okay. No problem. But I will drop down the handles on the description box. Fulu, thank you. Thank you so, so much for making this happen. I had a great time in this conversation. And I have learned a lot. No, thank you for having me. It's an honor being here. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.